Welcome to the One Day at a Time podcast, where we forget about yesterday, we don't worry about tomorrow, it's what are we going to do today that's all that matters, because you've only ever had, or will ever have, the fantastic 24 hours a day you're about to embark on. So hopefully, this episode is going to give you some daily dose of wisdom that you can take action on today to improve your life. And remember, all it takes is one day at a time. Hello, good morning to you. Right, straight in with this today. So there was a study, right? I love a study, me. There was a study called, called, the topic was self-regulation strategies for weight loss. So done in 2017, done by Justin Kopf. And um, so the study looked at people in America and it looked at really what the barriers were to weight loss. So like we can say like, you know, we can say, going to a calorie deficit. I can say to you all day, there's some people on Instagram, some in Instagram influencers, who all they say is, just get a calorie deficit, mate. Mate, just, you just gotta go on a calorie deficit, bro. And they're like, calorie deficit. How do I lose weight? Calorie deficit. Like, yeah, okay, okay. I get it. Like, end of the day, net, net, it is a calorie deficit that determines if you lose weight or not. There's so many factors on each side of the equation that, may, you know, what we do in terms of like what impacts our eating. So if something's impacting our calories in, you know, that's going to have an impact, right? And what's the uh, calories out? So we need to look at what both of those things are. And that's what this kind of study was looking at. was like, what were the barriers for? So the barriers looked at lack of support, lack of exercise, lack of willpower, and then emotional eating, right? So do any of those ring a bell for you? Think about it. When you're trying to lose weight, what is the thing that has stopped you losing weight? Is it really like, and I'd add another one at as well. It might come under lack of support, to be honest, but, you know, realizing that weight loss and fat loss are different. Like you can lose weight, like you can lose fat, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to lose weight in the scales. I've done a video on this, which I'll link below after this, but basically like your weight will go up and down every day because water retention, you know, your body is 60% water, so you're absolutely foolish if you think your water weight is going to go up and down based on activity, based on what you've eaten the night before, based on sodium intake, blah, 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 right? So we know that our water our water retention can be different, and it can be different vastly, like three, four, five, six, seven pounds, different days. So if we know that, but we know for an adept that we're going to lose fat, why are we like why do we panic when the weight goes up three pounds like you wake up tomorrow you've done everything right today you wake up tomorrow you're three pounds heavier but you know deep down actually i know this is water why do we still let that let that impact us and i've seen this so many times like yes yeah, scott i know i know it's water but it's still impacting me what why is it still impacting you because you still you do you actually don't believe it's water that's why you still think that it could be fat like no no i know it's meant to be water but i think it's still fat because you, you, the, the way you're looking at it, you, the way you framed it. So I, I don't care like if my weight goes up and down every day. I look at trends over time. And it's like a scientist approach. A scientist is not going to go mad over like different data points coming in. They take all the data points and look at it as a whole. And that's what you need to start doing. I know it's easier said than done, right? But it's important to realize that you can, you can be losing fat, but you're not necessarily losing total weight. Like you could lose one pound of fat a week for eight weeks. So you've dropped eight pounds. But you could, at the same time, be getting more and more stressed. And over the eight-week period, you've been adding, on average, one pound of water weight each week. So by the end of the eight weeks, you've lost eight pounds of fat. You've put on eight pounds of water, on average, due to all the stress you're going through. 
and your, your net weight hasn't decreased, but you've lost eight pounds of fat. Think about that. That's crazy, right? That's, me- that's mental. So you need to realize that, that your body does this. Anyway, so the first thing, lack of support. Does this resonate with you? So if, think to yourself now, does this resonate with you? Lack of support. So how do you self-regulate this and how do you deploy strategies if you think you lack support, which you shouldn't on the turtle membership, but you still might do. So identify the weight loss saboteurs. Like, are your friends and family making it hard of you? Are you getting in your own way when it comes to weight loss? Are you making it hard of yourself? Like, are you just giving in to temptations all the time and you, and you know they're temptations and you're not trying different intervention strategies, right? Is that what's happening? Have you formed any self-help groups, maybe? Can that help? Like into WhatsApp groups, into into subgroups, into groups on Mighty Networks, do you think that'll help? Maybe ask your family and friends to say nicer things to you and not give you like terrible banter, which does happen all the time. What about if they if you ask them to make healthy meals when you're about? And I mean, you don't have to ask people to change their things on you, but it's going to benefit them as well. So maybe you can start cooking instead of them to make sure you control the cooking. Like you can, you can ask for help, right? And I think if you're asking a sincere way to people that really care about you, they will want to do what's best for you. Okay, remember that. You don't have to do things alone. The other barrier is lack of exercise. So you have to find exercise that's enjoyable. If you do exercise you hate, it doesn't reduce stress. It makes stress worse. And stress will make you hold on to water weight. Stress will cause you to be, in the short term, stress basically shuts your appetite down because why do you need to eat when you need to run away from a lion, basically, the premise is fight or flight. There's no need for digestion to happen. So boom, out it all comes. And there's no digestion happening. So you don't need to be hungry. But if you keep your stress response on intermittently all day, so you're stressed one hour, goes down, and then an hour, another email, oh my God, you bitch. And then you go back and they, oh my God. And you send it to your mate and you're like, did you see what she said? Oh man, they're like, oh my God. And they're making it, then they're making you relive it. And every hour this happens to the day and this happens every week at work, right? This is not good. This is what we call chronic stress. And when that happens, you actually, your appetite actually goes through the roof. You actually become, you actually, your appetite goes up and you actually want to eat more fatty and uh, carby foods. Unfortunately, if there is a God, he's really punishing us, isn't he? What a guy, what a girl, whatever he is. He's like, do you know what? Why don't we make people, why don't we make the people who are always stressed become super hungry all the time? And no, 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 wait, no, God, wait now. Why don't you make them super hungry all the time, but also make them crave all the sugary, fatty foods? Oh, yeah, mate. Yeah, let's make people's lives really, really hard. But they're not going to get these until the 21st century because there's not enough food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, we'll give humans like a really sharp increase in change. So they'll go from having hardly any food until like 1940. And then once capitalism and stuff flies, we'll make them have so much food they don't know how to do with it. And then that's when we get them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate. I can't wait till it turns out. That's how we could have gone down. So you don't want to be, get, like, like I said earlier, you don't want to be getting in your own way. So being always stressed is getting in your own way. And like, oh, I can't help the stress. You can help a lot of the stresses. So environment causes a lot of stress. Turn your notifications off on your phone. You don't need notifications on your phone. You don't need that phantom buzz. Bzz, bzz. Look at your phone. There's no one's there. Turn off notifications. I don't mean like, vibrate I mean go on the settings and turn off all notifications so you only see a message in whatsapp if you go on whatsapp and you don't get buzzed by it right and you got to do exercise you enjoy because exercise you don't enjoy doesn't decrease stress so one thing one way to decrease stress is to do exercise that you enjoy so that's why we offer many different exercises to so try them out 
And also, think about it. When you get stressed out, right, your body gets ready. So it doesn't really differentiate between a psychological stress, which is, you know, someone you hate has emailed you something and you hate it, versus like being in danger, like physical danger, right? So your body gets prepared to fight or flight, fight or run. So your heart rate goes up, adrenaline is released, um, your your thighs, muscles are pulling it, you know, you're, you're activating the muscles there muscle glycogen, um, carbs are being delivered to the muscles ready to run. So the best thing to do when you do get stressed is to actually go and exercise because if you're not going to exercise, you're literally doing the opposite of what you're designed to do in that, in, that, uh, in that situation. So in that situation, you're not designed to sit down all day worrying on the phone, looking down and texting other people about it because you'll find your heart rate is still through the roof. You'll find you, get, you feel even worse. And you find you just get, like, it just irritates you. You feel irritated, doesn't it? So just go for a walk, a run, a workout. Half an hour, 20 minutes, just do it. And you'll actually do a class workout because you are prepared. That adrenaline is ready to go. So that's another tactic for you. Um, Another thing, so you can set up, like, text message reminders in a group to to message, like, are you doing a live workout today? The live workouts are great because you can show your face. Um... And you can just get a group going accountability. Another barrier, like I said earlier, was lack of willpower. Um, so this is a tough one because st- I'm doing like a systematic review and moderation right now in terms of eating. And really cutting out foods that are problematic to you doesn't work. Um, because it means you have to keep that willpower working and say no. And really reducing portion size is t- tough as well. So what you have to do is you have to increase the amount of food you're eating via like veggies um, and stuff like that and lean meats or whatever or those types of things and then you can maybe have a moderate portion of the problem foods right um, and if you make sure you're eating a decent volume of foods good foods nutrition dense foods and your other meals you won't feel like you're on a diet you'll feel full and happy and you'll be having your chocolate or whatever you want and you'll still within your macros so that's the technique to take is to not feel like you are deprived. And then the last one, emotional eating. Right, so emotional eating, this is a ha- this is a tough one because if you leave this intervention to when you are peak emotion and you want to eat to feel better, the problem is the, that's the symptom, isn't it? That's not, like, what's cause, like, what's the cause, the root cause of that? The emotional eating, that's what you have to look at. And then you have to start flipping it on its head. So if you do start feeling emotional you want to feel better you don't necessarily need to eat to feel better you can go on a walk you can maybe phone a friend um you can maybe you know go for fruit and drink a lot of water and then go for a walk like you can do different types of things um and really the breathe the breath work would be great for you try and do breath work try and do the yoga um and I'll, i'll share this sheet with you as well about like setting um Setting this like cheat sheet basically, so your values. So anytime something like this comes up, you don't need to, you don't need to decide now what you're gonna do. You just look at your sheet of values and go like, would the person I want to be emotionally right now? And the answer is no. Your answer's done. I know it sounds stupid, but you have this sheet done, and all your answers are there, and you can like skip, skip decision making because you've already made the answer because you've already pre-planned the person you want to be. Does that make sense? But I'll share that anyway. But hopefully that was helpful. Um, if you feel stressed, go for a run. And if you hate running, do a workout. And if you hate workouts, find something you enjoy that makes you, that 
that has your body moving. It could be dancing, it could be um, kicking. Not me, don't kick me. Kick Ryan if you see him. Um, I don't know what else. So just move. Just go for a move for 20, 30 minutes. But again, have a good day. Enjoy yourself. Focus on what you're going to do today. What's your one big thing? Get that done. Get your steps in. Remember, your protein is very important. Um, you know, track honestly. And that's all you can do. That's really like, you know, one more can you get out of your day by doing that? If you do that every day, honestly, that's the magic. That is the magic. It's not magic, but that is the magic. And I'm going to remind you every day of it. So, up to you really. You either do the magic or you don't. But if you do, in th- three, six months' time, you're going to look back and go, do you know what, Scott? You were right. That was the magic. Thank you very much for teaching me the one day at the time philosophy. And that's it. Enjoy your day. See you tomorrow. And that's it. Thank you for listening to the One Day at a Time podcast with your host, Scott Fleer. Hopefully, you understood something I said. I hope that some wisdom kind of distilled through into your mind. And I want you to now action it today. I don't want you to think about tomorrow. I don't want you to think about yesterday. I don't want you to think about leaving a review on this podcast. I don't want you to think about going to another website. What I want you to do is as soon as this podcast ends, you will take action and make the most of today. Ground yourself today. Follow the one day at a time philosophy and your life will change.